Welcome to track number 20 of the Isle Shall Wait For Me. Clap your hands and let's receive our Father. You may be seated. Isaiah 51. The last, how many points do you have? Nine points. Number ten. Ten commandments is all the commandments you need. You don't need eleven. That's why God gave ten. Now, Beautiful. Isaiah 51, verse 1. The islands shall wait for thee. Let's see. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look not unto the rock whence ye are hewn. No, look unto the rock whence ye are hewn, and to the hole of the pit whence ye are digged. Verse 2. Look unto Abraham your father and to Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone and blessed him. How many believe that you are called alone? Beautiful. And I increased him. Beautiful. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort always places, and he will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Huh? He will make her wilderness like Eden. Your wilderness is going to be like Eden. And your desert like the garden of the Lord. And joy and gladness shall be found therein. I mean, think of the wilderness you are experiencing. It's going to be like Eden. Think of the, the desert of your church. Just a few members and mostly chairs. A desert has few trees, mostly sand. And then just one or two trees, some here and there. Your desert will be like the garden of the Lord. And then joy and gladness shall be found there. Now look at us here at this camp. People outside this meeting are wondering what we are doing here. Like what is going on there? What is Wahoo? So people are asking what is Wahoo? What religion is this? Because no one ever thought that joy and gladness will be found in Barbados to this extent. It's true. It's true. Yes, no one ever thought. Yes, the Bayesians are confused. No one ever thought that joy and gladness and thanksgiving and then the voice of melody... As Ida has been singing, people are surprised at the voice of melody. The wilderness, like Eden, you see, the Caribbean, 
where you see that maybe the certain types of churches are not here, where it's like a wilderness or a desert. It's practically becoming a garden of the Lord. And I thank God for all of you who've been to the Bible school in Ghana. You see, you, you see that you have imbibed a certain spirit. Yes. You imbibed a certain spirit. Yeah. You are not, like, you are not a Ghanaian or from Nigerian or West African. You are from here. But you have a certain mind and a certain spirit. Yeah. Joy and gladness shall be found there. That is why I say that people look at that thing, they think we are joking. Because it must, there must be a joke for there to be so much laughter and joy and shouting. But we are serious. I don't know which church you can find where people are going to move their whole lives, leave this job, leave that job, leave this, go here, move their lives. Hey! Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Verse 4. Hearken unto me, my people, and give ear unto me, O my nation, for a law shall proceed from me, and I will make my judgment to rest for a light of the people. Verse 5. Glory to God. Glory to God. And my righteousness is near, my salvation is gone forth, and my arms shall judge the people, and the isles shall wait upon me. There are 16 islands I am aware of which speak English. Or is it 18? 16 or 18? 18 islands that are speaking English. Yes. All 18 of those islands are waiting for our presence. And next time we are going to have representation from all these islands. The isles shall wait upon me, and on my arm shall they trust. Amen. Amen. Now sit down. The islands are waiting. Go back to verse 2. The islands are waiting for people with faith. Is that door open for a reason? Is it part of the air conditioning system? The islands are waiting for people who have the faith of Abraham. Look unto Abraham. Look unto Abraham. Amen. Now, Abraham is the great icon of faith. Is the great uh, person who decided to serve the Lord with great faith. Amen. Is it amazing? And I want you to realize that God wants you to be a person who walks with great faith like Abraham. Amen. Now, why do you need faith like Abraham? Romans chapter 4.
Beautiful. This is a very short but important session. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. And be not weak in faith. You see, you don't have to be weak in faith. He considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old. Neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not. He staggered not. He staggered not. Don't stagger at the promise. He staggered not at the promise of God. When I tell you the wilderness will be like a garden of Eden, don't stagger at the promise. Don't stagger. Don't stagger at these promises. When you hear these great prophecies, don't stagger. Stagger not. He staggered not. Don't stagger at promises. When I say great things over your life, don't stagger at the promises. Many times the young people work in my office. When they were in Bible school, I always tell them, you're going to be a great man of God. You're going to be a great man of God. All the students who come to the school, not one will fail. Not one will fail. Don't stagger at the promise of God. Don't stagger. Don't stagger. He staggered not. He staggered not at the promise of God. But through unbelief, but was strong in faith. He was strong in faith. The prophecies that have been declared over your life, you must just look at them and not stagger. You see the prophecy that went over you? When you were some years ago. Don't stagger. Did you hear my order? I said, don't stagger at those promises. Yes. Sit down. Because if you go back, you'll see the promise of God. 60,000 people, one island for our God. Don't stagger at the promise. That is all. Don't stagger. Don't stagger at the promise. Huh? Through unbelief. Don't stagger at big things. Don't try to whittle them down and say, oh, yes, I'll be uh, whatever. No, believe what is said. He staggered not. These days, I, I like hearing great things. Ezekiel. Don't be offended about the New Old Testament. It's, it's part of the Bible. Ezekiel 37. Ta, ka, ka, ta, ta. Now the hand of the Lord was upon me. And he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. 
and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, don't stagger at the promise of God. When you hear great things from God is asking, can these bones live? Don't stagger at the promise. Look unto Abraham. And when you hear a big thing, don't stagger. Stand and say, Amen. So Ezekiel was not staggering at the promise when he heard the question about bones. And he said, oh Lord, thou knowest. Verse 4. And then again he said, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. You see, what people don't realize about prophecy is that it has two effects. Prophecy is a double-edged sword. It has a foretelling effect and it has a creative effect. Yes. That's, that, is, that is the effect of prophecy. It has a foretelling. It's like it predicts, but at the same time, it creates. And it, it creates something. That's why those two are experienced. If you prophesy over them something negative, they'll immediately reject it because it has a creative power apart from a foretelling or predicting power. It creates. That's why the Bible says, and the elders of Israel prospered through the prophesying of Ezra. The, uh, through the prophesying of the prophet Zechariah, you, it, it affects what you are doing. You see, so he said, prophesy to the bones, which is not just predict to the bones that your future is going to be, but it creates it. Yeah, so that's why, that's why you see me preaching a lot of these things from Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel. It's, it's not just foretelling of the future, but it's creating the future. It's creating something in the spirit. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise, it would be madness to prophesy to the bones. The bones, they don't have ears. Yes. So the prophesying to the bones is like creating. Yes. So he says, say to them, oh ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That says the Lord unto this one, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. When you hear that, don't stagger. Don't stagger. One day I dug open a grave of somebody. Yeah, I had to do it. And what I saw was bones. I saw that there's this leg bones and different bones. Yes, the collection of bones. Somebody who has been dead for years. 
and somebody says, can this bone live? It's when you see the grave and they ask you that question, you know that it's not a small question that has been asked you. Before you realize you are staggering. Don't stagger. 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 I said don't stagger. 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 That is what it means. That is what it means to look to Abraham. Because Abraham did not stagger. When he went to bath and he saw white hairs, it's that even over his private part was like a beard. It was like, it was like a, a white beard. <laughs> white beard. His wife was white. Everywhere, armpit was white. Head was white. Down was white. Everything was white. Hey! Sarah's teeth were out. The last time he kissed her was when he was 42 years old. They have stopped kissing long time ago. They have stopped touching long time ago. Sarah sleeps on the right. Abraham sleeps on the left. And you are saying we are going to have a child. Don't stagger. 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 I don't stagger. I don't stagger. Don't stagger. Don't stagger. Don't stagger. We are going to give God one whole island. I said we are going to give God one island. One island. One island for our God, for our Savior. One island of people. That's our present. I will thank you. There will be joy and gladness. The wilderness will turn into Eden. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. When I say you are going to build all the 13 rock cathedrals in Jamaica, don't stagger! Don't stagger! Don't stagger! Don't stagger! Don't stagger! Don't stagger! 
Shabayaka, Wamokabala, Wabaribala, Wamokabala, Ishabala. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's done. It's done. Okay, go, 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 go. We are reading. Fantastic. I told you not to miss this morning session. Because if you miss this one, all the rest cannot come alive. Sit down. Now, that say the Lord, I will cause breath to enter into you, shh, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin. So I prophesied. That's what I've been doing. I've been prophesying as I was commanded, and as I prophesied. There was a noise. There is a noise in the spirit now. And behold, a shaking. There is a shaking in the atmosphere. And the bones came together. Your members are coming together. The souls are coming together. The churches are coming together. The buildings are coming together. In the name of Jesus. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them, no life, no power. Then he said to be prophesied to the wind. Prophesy. You see, it has both a foretelling and a creative power. That's why we say prophesy to the wind. Prophesy to the wind. That said the Lord, come from the four winds. So I prophesied as he commanded. And breath came in unto them. And they lived. Life is coming into the Caribbean churches in the name of Jesus. Life. 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 Life like you have never seen before. Soon people will say, well, 
please, can you transfer me to the Caribbean? Because I realize that that is where, that is where God is moving. I want to be there. There's life there. There's life there. I want to be a, I want to be a UD. I want to be shepherd house. I want to be a shepherd house. They'll say I prefer shepherd house because there's life there. Sit down. First Timothy chapter 1. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy. You see, all that has been said at this camp, I've given you 10 commandments, 10 characteristics, 10 powerful Features that the islands are expecting from you that you are going to provide for them. And this last one is a man of faith who looks to Abraham and does not stagger at the mighty promises of God. He says, my son, this charge I commit unto thee. According to the prophecies, you see, which wentest before on thee. You see, that thou mightest by them war a good warfare. So the prophecies, you see, is something that has not even been in the church to that extent. It's now that you hear a lot of prophetic. I mean, this is a camp we have been in Isaiah, basically. It's a prophetic camp. Prophesying prophecies over you as a child, Timothy. Why? Why? Because by this prophecy, you go home and read Jeremiah 31 said, You will not be few. Believe it. Believe the prophecies that the islands shall wait for thee. Your sons and daughters will come from far. They will bring silver, they will bring gold. Yes. And that by these prophecies, thou mightest by them war, a good warfare. Now, your war is, the battle is turning toward the gate of the enemy. You know, I was watching Nigeria playing with Argentina. Is it Argentina? Yeah. Were you there when I came to? No. 
I wasn't watching because I, I, I don't really watch. But I came and I saw some people standing there. Some of our brethren, they were standing in, in a hotel lobby. Ah, you were, you were there. When I came, it was left with 50 minutes. When I stood there, I looked at the match and I said, they are going to score Nigeria because they are playing the match inside Nigeria's half and they are defending. You see, that's why the Bible says that he will take the battle to the gates of the enemy. You see, when, when the ball is near your goalpost, and that's where the whole battle is going on, it's a very bad thing. The only thing that can happen is that you can be scored. I mean, they, they can't score the other side. They can only score where you are. And when I saw it, within five minutes, they scored them. Yes, within five minutes. So in this war, the war is now going to be fought in front of the devil's gates. In Jamaica, it will be fought in the, at the devil's gates. In St. Kitts, it will be fought at the devil's gates. In St. Lucia, it will be fought at the devil's gates. In Trinidad, it will be fought at the devil's gates. In Guyana, it will be fought at the devil's gates. In Haiti, it will be fought at the devil's gates. In Guadeloupe, it will be fought at the devil's gate. In Dominica, it will be fought at the gate of the devil. We have brought the battle to the gate of the enemy. And the only thing that can happen is that the devil will be scored. Now, please, I'm still showing you something very important. Verse 19. Verse 19. Holding faith. You see? Holding faith. You see? Go back and let's join it together. He said that my son, I've given you these prophecies. You see? According to the prophecies which went before you, that thou mightest by these prophecies war a good warfare holding your faith. You must hold on to your faith very strongly. When there are great prophecies, you must hold faith. Holding faith and a good conscience which some having put away concerning faith. Once you put away your beliefs, once you are no longer believing, you have a shipwreck. So there must be big faith from now. Yeah. And you must say, I, it's not a joke. You see, that's why I say, you see us shouting, but we are not joking. We are serious. Sit down. Hebrews. 11. Verse 6. Without faith, 
it is impossible to please God. Even if you are holy. Even if you are holy. <laughs> Even if you are holy and you don't have faith, you can't please God. You have to really believe. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really believe. Even if you are holy. So, I, have, I haven't done this before. I haven't done this before. <laughs> when it comes to a certain realm eh, of serving God, it is about those who have faith. Yes. Those who are just holy cannot. Amen. It is impossible. Now, I hope you listen very carefully to what I'm saying because I'm concluding with this. Habakkuk 1 verse 5. Habakkuk 1 verse 5. Check it out. Another prophet. Behold ye among the heathen and regard and wonder marvelously. For I will work a work in your days which you will not believe though it be told you. It's going to be so great over here in the Caribbean. The churches are going to be so marvelous. The churches are going to be, I mean, a movement, a revival. All the buildings will look the same. You see, with light, with young people, children singing, praising God. All the islands. All the islands will be filled with souls that have been won for Jesus. Yes. Sit down. Now, how are you going to exercise faith? How many want to know how? Now, you see, there are people who say, Faith, ah, you have to be declaring it. I receive it. I receive a, a Benz. I receive a car. I, I receive a house. That's class one faith. Yes, that's class one faith. I believe I, I believe I have a car. I believe I have a house. I believe I, most of the people who are saying those things don't have, the, don't have no NATO. They don't have no NATO. I believe I have this. I have a Rolls Royce. I have a, a this. I have this. I have that. I, I confess it. I declare it. I believe it. I name it. I claim it. Hey! Most of the people who are naming it and claiming it, they don't have no NATO. Do you want to know what is real faith? Yeah. Hebrews 10, 38. Yes. Now the just shall live. By his faith. You see, you exercise faith by living in a certain way that shows that you believe. That's, that's, that's how to practice faith. Yes. Live. Everybody say live. live. Yes. You see, all the missionaries who have come, they are great men of faith. They may not be saying, I believe I have a car. I confess a, a, a shoe. I confess, uh, 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 I confess I have a gold 
whatever. I, conf I confess I'm in, I'm, I'm in America. They are, they are life. They are men of faith. People don't realize what is a man of faith. Amen. Barak, you see, in, 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 the, in Judges, in the book of Judges, these four characters are the main people, Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah. And Barak overcame 900 chariots of iron, superior enemies. So we are standing here with facing superior enemies. And your life living and fighting a superior enemy. We stand here in the Caribbean. There are so many big things against this church and the work of God. But your life that you live showing shows your, that you are a man of faith to stand here. That's why the devil fights his great servants with discouragement. Oh, yes. And that's why there was a lot of talk about discouragement in this camp because there's a lot of discouragement. One day I was discouraged about the church. Then the Lord showed me, he said, I want to show you something about your church. Because I said, no, but why are our churches so small? And the Lord showed me that. You say your church is small, right? Go to that town and see. When I went to that town, I said, not that our church was small, but our church was the only church. <laughs> so many places, many places, it's not that it's small. It's the only of that kind of church or the only church. Amazing. How many people are walking in the Caribbean today? Look at the sun and the beaches. Talking about churches for these islands. The sun-bathed islands. Hmm. And Jephthah, he was a child of a, of, a, of, a, of a prostitute. The father went to sleep with a prostitute. And they gave birth to him. And his brother said, you can't inherit with us, because you are, your mother is a prostitute. You, are, you know you don't belong here. And then when they came to fight them, they went to call him to come and help. And Jephthah said, I should come. If I come, then I'm going to rule over you. And I should come. He said, I, I, I don't inherit your word. He said, we accept all the terms. Come and, come and save us. Your background will not hold you back anymore. I said, your background will not hold you back anymore. That shows you are a man of faith. When, in spite of all the somewhere background, you are rising up to do the work of God. Yes. This time, time will fail me to talk about men of faith. You are going to join this list of people. Great accomplishments and Believe the prophecies and act as though it is true. Believe it. It's target not. Jephthah. And he promised God. He said, when I come back home, whatever meets me, I'll give it to God. And when he, was, when he came back, his daughter came to meet him. But he kept his promise to God. His daughter came singing. I'll give you. I promise God. You'll be able to keep your promises. When you keep your promise to God, it shows you are a great man of faith. 
Some of you, when you are going to marry, you said, I'll be nice to you. Only be very nice to me. But you are not being nice. Because you got a ring. You got a name. You're the pastor's wife, man. You got a picture now. You got a child. You got the children. You don't keep your promise. Your, your ability to keep your promise shows that you are a woman of faith. Yeah, that shows your life. You remember what you promised God when you were in Bible school? Lord, when I go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'll serve you for the rest of my days in church service. Your ability to keep your promise and showing that it shows that you are a man of faith. That's that is, I believe I have a Benz. I confess a car. I confess a Benz. I confess this. I confess this. Come on now. This is a class one, two, three faith. He said, what shall I more say? And Samson, Samson, a womanizer. You see? A womanizer who can bring the house down. We are talking about men of faith. How many of us brothers here will not say you have been a womanizer before? I mean, every girl, you can't control yourself. You are just, you are just like Samson. But you can bring the house down. But you can bring the house down. I'm talking about faith. He said that let's hold fast to the prophecies. Holding faith. Holding faith. If when you put away faith, you make a shipwreck, you must believe God. In spite of the womanizing, sperms are coming out of you. All these issues. Chale, rise up and do something for God. You know, when Peter did this miracle and people were praising him, he felt bad. So he said, do you think it's by my own power or my own holiness? These are the two problems that Peter had. Power and holiness. <laughs> Charlie, Peter had issues. So. Power and holiness. You are going to bring the house down on the enemies of God. Your plenty womanizing is not going to hold back the power of faith. Verse 33. Fantastic. Who through faith subdued kingdoms? You are going to subdue islands. I release you to subdue the islands. I said, I release you to subdue the islands. I release you to subdue the islands. I release you to subdue the islands. I release you to subdue the island. By your actions. I, say, I, I confess I subdue. I confess I subdue. I confess I subdue. Please. Rise up today. Rise up today. That's what he told him in Deuteronomy 2 24. Rise up today. Pass over the river Anon. Behold, I've given you Sihon the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and his land. I've given you his land. Begin to contend with him in battle and possess the land. Rise up today. Start fighting. 
The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. If you want a prophecy to be fulfilled in your life, you are going to have to fight for it with your faith. Fight the fight of faith. Faith is a fight. Faith is a fight. Faith is a fight. You stagger a lot and you fight. I say you stagger a lot and you fight. 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 Subdued kingdoms. Rot righteousness. Daniel went to pray. Nobody could stop his prayer time. He said, I'll pray. He didn't say, we don't have, we have problem with prayer. No. People were against prayer, even the government. He said, it's time for my prayer. He wrought righteousness. Obtained promises. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said, our God will deliver us. I prophesy over you, God will deliver you from gunshots. God will deliver you from murderers. God will deliver you from drowning. God will deliver you from hurricanes. God will deliver you from fire. The power of God is over your life. The Bible said they obtained promises. They said, our God shall deliver us. You are crossing 70 with ease. He wrought righteousness. Obtained promises. Stop the mouths of lions. When he arrived in the cave, they dropped him down. He landed. And you look around. Lions, big ones. Hungry lions. I confess, I confess the lion is sleeping. I confess the lion is it's not about saying, I believe, I believe a lion is this. I believe I'm living long. No. He landed there. And he was there practically. Stop them up. The lions were looking at him. They were coming to smell him. He said, we don't eat this meat. It's like, 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 like those, who don't, those who don't eat pork. They look and say, I don't eat pork. I don't eat pork. I don't eat pork. The lions were making noise. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Look, a lion is not a small thing. No. Recently, a few, a few days ago, actually, not so long, I watched a film. I watched it before, but I watched it again. There was a lion. It's a true story. The lion was eating human beings. And there was a doctor who had a hospital. And the hospital was in a tent. Everybody in the hospital was sick. People were on drips. People were dying. You, when you are in the world, you hear the sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People were sick. People were on drips. Cast. And suddenly, a lion, that, the lion came there. That's the fastest miracle service that I've ever seen. Like, it's worth, it's worth watching it's, it's worth watching that film just to see that part. 
when the lion jumped, it jumped through the roof and entered. Everybody who was like, all those who were moaning, those on drip, everything, they jumped and ran. So a lion is not a small thing. You should, you should, you should watch that film. Wow. Tamilo Samala. Everything that is trying to target you, the mouth of that thing is stopped today in the name of Jesus. Stop the mouth of lions. Stop the mouth of lions. Stagger not. Fight back. Verse 34. Verse 34. I'm, I'm showing you how to have faith. Have faith by acting, going back to speak in tongues, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go back to learn how to swim, like I told you. Go back and practice all the things that I'm saying. Listen to the messages and stagger not at the greatness of the promises. I prophesy that prosperity is going to come into the church. Verse 34. They quenched the violence of fire. There was fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they went into the fire. Any form of violence against you, you are declared protected and covered from it in the name of Jesus. They escaped the edge of the sword. That day they were supposed to die. But they didn't die. You will not die until God has decided that you should die. I decree and declare divine escapes over your life. Out of weakness. Weak one. Some of you, you've been feeling weak. You've been feeling weak. You've been feeling weak. But you are getting stronger by standing here. You are getting stronger. Out of weakness. They were made strong. They waxed valiant in fight. And turned to fly the armies of the aliens. Satan is running away from you. I said, Satan is running away from you. I said, Satan is running away from you. Satan is running away from you. Yeah. One day, a brother saw a vision. He saw a vision of me. In the vision, there was a demon that was harassing me. But I, I became stronger in the vision. And the demon applied for transfer. I said the demon applied for transfer from my environment. Demons are going to run away from you. I said demons will run away from you. Demons will run away from you. Yeah. Verse 35. Women receive their dead raised to life again. Yes. Women. Women, are you here? Are you here? When the lady's child died, she said, I need my prophets. Yes, I've not, I've, I've not heard of my child dying in this prophecy. 
I'm not expecting my child to die now. I refuse it. And by her action, she brought her child to the prophet. The prophet saw her coming with speed. He sent Gehazi to go and meet her. He said, I don't want to see, Ge- I mean, apprentice, apprentice prophet. I need to see the man himself. Someone who, by reason of use, is of full age. Not somebody who can be charmed with money. Gehazi was charmable with money. Elisha was a different type. He was of full age. Yes. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Whatever you are going through and difficulty you are experiencing, it shows faith when you decide that I will stay in it. I will never run away. No matter what happens to me, I will be here to the end. This is faith. And by faith, the elders obtain a good report. Your report will be very good. Sit down. Finally, Isaiah 51. Look at it. So beautiful. You are going to obtain promises by your faith. In God. Verse 2. And look unto Abraham. How many are going to look unto Abraham properly? I need you. I'm sending you as a man of faith, like beliefs. And people wonder, why, why are you here? What are you doing? My faith has brought me here. My faith has brought me here. My faith is not a Mercedes Benz. So I, I, I believe I have my BMW. I believe I have my BMW. I, have, I believe I have gold chains. I believe I have it's a class three faith. The Bible says all these things do the Gentiles seek. But you seek my kingdom with faith. God will do great things. All those who are seeking for money, you watch and see, you have more money than all of them. 